Honey Hush is a podcast by a Southern businesswoman who knows a thing or two about using honey to attract the bees. Every week, Elizabeth will discuss up-and-coming and established leaders alike how to win influence with one simple strategy, kindness. Whether you're a successful entrepreneur or still in the dream phase, Honey Hush will teach you that the sweeter the honey, the more bees you'll attract. Community is always more fun than competition. Today's episode of Honey Hush may not resonate with every single person, depending on your age or your overall health goal situation. You may be so young that what I'm going to talk about today is completely out of range for you, for now anyway, or you may be so complacent about your health that attaching the word goals to that might actually just be laughable. But regardless of where you stand in the healthy lifestyle line, here's one absolute fact that cannot be argued with. You get one body. You do not get another one. There is not a trade-in policy, and at times you may have to replace some parts, but overall, the one body that you were born with is the one body you will die with. Just like a luxury vehicle that you would not abuse by slamming into other cars, putting in the cheap gas, or delaying an oil change, our bodies operate similarly. And since the majority of this audience is into things like winning at the workplace and winning at home, it only seems right that we might be interested in the owner's manual for maximum efficiency. I'm going to be 45 years old in a couple months. And when I was in my 20s, my health goals had more to do with how long I could run on empty. You know, the fumes. I could skip a meal and fit right back into my skinny jeans. I was pedal to the metal because I could. No money. No problem. No sleep. No problem. That's all until I had our son at 27. And that type of sleep deprivation is something different, (laughs) y'all. Then in my 30s, my health goals looked more like trying to get back into my pre-baby clothing and trying to deny the fact that I had two kids at home that were actually destroying my youthful image. At that point, I could add running to my exercise routine and I could lose any weight that was bothering me. Getting pregnant with a third child at 37 really showed me how my youth was well out the door. Babies are for young people, (laughs) y'all, and that was a hard stage to recover from. And to be honest, I may still have not recovered seven years later. And now in my 40s, my health goals look more like being open to anything (laughs) that will allow me to keep up with those three kids and not hurt the next morning. Skipping meals and running only caused me to be hangry and for my knees to hurt the next day. If you're like me, and I believe most of you are, you live in a seesaw type of world where there's this alone by yourself you, the workplace you, the friend you, the family version of you, and if you happen to be married with children, there's that version of you, and throughout the course of the day, at any point, a different version of you is being requested, and whether or not you acknowledge it, that causes stress hormones to build up. And unless you have some sort of mechanism for depleting that buildup, it ends up causing major havoc on your mind and your body too. Depending on your age and your circumstances, stress eventually shows up on your body. There's a strong scientific proven connection between what you think, how you think, and the physical ramifications of that mental health. Plus, you can either fuel your brain or deprive your brain depending on what your daily diet looks like overall. Skipping meals and over-exercising is just a recipe for emotional disaster, no matter your age. Mental wellness is just as much of a concern for Americans as physical wellness. So many of us eat processed food, 
even things that are labeled as healthy, but yet still processed. And we sit at a desk or we stand in a small space for six to eight hours a day. Then we wonder why we feel so ready for the weekend, just so that we can go lay around and eat junk for the next 48 hours until we wake up on Monday morning to hit that grind again for the next five days. So I thought, you know, since school's starting back, it might be a good time for us to bring up the subject of starting back or maybe starting for the first time, some conscious habits that will help your body and your brain operate at a gear that serves you, not holding you back. Right now, as I'm speaking to you, though, in full disclosure, I do not have the perfect answer. But what I have been doing the last two weeks as I inch closer to turning 45 is paying very close attention to my body and my mind. I'm very portion aware when it comes to eating. However, I noticed I was drinking alcohol too often. I'm not one to ever get drunk, but I do love a social occasion and I sure like my bathtub nighttime routine. Did you know that you're considered a heavy drinker if you drink eight or more servings of alcohol per week? For me, this summertime was when that number was hit quite often between beach trips, pool days, friend dinners, and girl gatherings. No wonder I was gaining weight. No wonder I was having brain fog. No wonder my joints ache. The sugar, gluten, and tannins in alcohol are super high. Yet, I would wake up the next morning and expect my mind and my body to act as if I was not recovering from a full-blown poison attack. Another culprit of mine is the lack of quality nutrition. I've been reading a book that my friend Lacey shared with me that educates the reader on foods that cause inflammation. And I'm not a fully clean eater. I'm not a you know, super unhealthy eater, but... I'm learning that the lack of some nutrition also cause inflammation, not just the things that we do eat, because our body is overcompensating sometimes for things that we lack. The older I get, the more behind my body gets in creating those sources of nutrients unless I provide them externally. It's simple things like magnesium, chromium, GABA, collagen, glutamine, probiotics, and prebiotics. Now look, don't lose me here. I'm doing the research for all of us, and I will bring back some findings very soon. I just thought that it might be nice if we as a hive community started taking our bodies a little more seriously together instead of running them into the ground and expecting them to get up and go 0 to 60 in 2.5 seconds. It doesn't work like that, guys, except for maybe if you're still in your early 20s, and that might be the only exception here. But even so, that is unnecessary wear and tear that is not going to serve you in the future. The whole point of this episode is for you to have a gut check, figuratively and literally. Are you done with your clothes fitting tighter than you know is acceptable? Done with your joints needing warning before you get them up and going? Done with your brain failing you when you try to recall important information? And done with your nerves constantly on the edge? Maybe it's just me, but I highly doubt it. This is a constant conversation in my workout group between all of us who range between the ages of 30 and 50. And let me tell you, we are open to any and all suggestions. But as a licensed dietitian by four years of college study, I can tell you that there really is no substitute for quality nutrition and constant movement. Or not constant, consistent, consistent movement. I wish there were a shortcut and our bodies could just last forever at that premium phase. But unless we are proactive in taking care of ourselves, eventually we just plain wear out. So who's with me? For the next week or so, let's collectively decide that we're going to shut the TV or the phone off 30 minutes earlier than we normally would. Let's actually be asleep before 10 p.m. Let's drink an extra glass of water. 
take a walk after dinner, drink one less cup of coffee, one less can of Coke, or one less glass of sweet tea. Choose a protein-filled salad over that burger and fries. Guys, I'm talking about like little, simple, tiny adjustments. We can add the bigger things later, but for right now, let's do the simple things and see if you notice anything different in the way that you think and feel. I have one body, and I certainly do not want to wear it down before the expiration date. Quality of life is so important to me because I have so much left that I want to do and accomplish. I want my mind to be sharp so I can continue being a source of wisdom to my children and my clients. I want my body to be strong so I can keep up with my friends. And I believe I have this, I just believe that I can have it without anxiety. I really do. But it's going to take discipline. But nothing good ever happens from choosing the easy route. All great things require effort and you are worth that effort. So let's stop lying to ourselves saying, one day I'll pay attention to my health. Or, I mean, really, it doesn't matter. Because it does matter, and today is that day. And I'm so glad that we're gonna be able to do this together because I'm gonna need the accountability of knowing I've got to come back on here and let you guys know the research that I found and, and prove like, hey, I'm actually walking out the talk so if you have any suggestions on this topic, please send them to me on Instagram at EBC underscore consulting. And I'll share them with the rest of the hive and let's see what we can come up with together. So until next time, keep the honey flowing.